What's up, horror fam? You know what time it is. Happy Halloween! All right. <laughs> All right, Happy you guys Halloween. heard it. This is our Halloween special. Yes, and, guys. And uh, tonight, what's really cool about tonight is we got our good friend, Mr. D.A. Roberts, is going to join us. And he's going to tell us some creepy stories. We're going to tell some creepy stories. And we're just going to talk all about Halloween and what it means to us. And yeah. What it means to the whole world. So let's get DA in here. What's up, Mr. Roberts? What's up, fellas? How you guys doing, man? As you can tell, we're pretty excited to have you here. Well, I'm thrilled, bud. Anytime. Uh, if you guys don't know, you've been living under a rock. DA is a very good friend of ours. Uh, D.A. is an author. He writes uh, graphic novels, um, lives fairly close to us. We've never had the opportunity to meet in person and hug it out. but We're, we're going to be doing that. that soon enough. We're working yeah. on that. But uh, we've had D.A. on the show a few times, and uh, it's always a good time. Always a good time. Glad to have you here, brother. Real quick, hey, though, guys. since people are listening um, here at the beginning, <laughs> why don't you uh, let everybody know where they can find you real quick, and cool. then... Just a little bit about your books and stuff. Can do. Uh, my name is D.A. Roberts. You can find all of my books at daroberts.net. Uh, you can also uh, check out a, uh, a lot of our stuff that's going on at thenightmarehunter.com. The Nightmare Hunter is uh, n- not just one of the books in my series, but it's becoming a new passion. Uh, we're forming a se- uh, something called the Nightmare Hunter Project, where we're going to be it. bringing people from all over the place, cryptozoologists, writers, podcasters, everybody with, a hint, with an interest in the creepy shit in the world wink, and wink. trying to, yeah, exactly, and <laughs> trying to, trying to you know, find not just, not just cool footage, but answers. I yes. mean, you can really reach it out there. I love it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can find all my work at daroberts.net. Yeah. And, uh, check out my blog. All that information will be in there, too. And I, I got to tell you guys, you're going to love his books. Yeah, Man, definitely. I, 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 and I'm going to work on this. We'll all work on this at the <laughs> He's project. He's going to work on learning how to read. No, I'm not working on that. You got to do a fucking book on tape. Uh, <laughs> anyways. He needs a picture book. Anyways, no, I, I would love to see these as a TV series or a freaking oh, would be bad or that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we, you know, that's the whole, we talked about before when you're on, that's the whole point of working together. We know people, you know, people and we'll, man, I really want to try and work on that. But anyways, guys, you guys will love his stuff. DA Roberts, check him out all over the place. Um, you guys will not, if you love reading, you're going to love these books. I promise you. Yeah. If you guys are on Facebook, find him on Facebook. He does some really cool live videos yes. with other authors and they just sit around and talk about what they're writing and different stories. And, uh, what DA, what is that called? That's uh, DA. The show's called DAX Machina. Machina. Uh, I wanted to do something that was a play on writing terms. And the, fr- right. the phrase deus ex machina means machine of the gods. And it's one of those writing tropes where the, basically something miraculous happens to save the characters. You know, God himself saves the characters so they don't die. Well, I thought that was a funny comparison. So I just put DAX machina on it. And uh, we do shows where we interview authors. We talk about cryptids. We talk about just about everything we can think of in, related to horror. I, you can find me on that, find that on the, on my YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and put in DA Roberts author and it'll take you right to my YouTube channel. Yeah, guys, check him out. All the spots. I, it, it's, it's, you're not going to, 
be disappointed. I promise you. Um, anyways, guys, we are super, super excited. Happy Halloween once again. Hell yeah. It's our favorite time of the year. Um, we're in that horror Mine cryptid. There, there you yeah. go. Well, and that's why we want, you know, we are sitting back thinking, you know, we want to start having some guests on to do a Halloween special. And I was like, you know what? I love talking to DA. It's so easy to talk to him. And I, I like the stuff he's into. Plus, he's a cop. used to be a cop. And you probably had some cool stories. Hell yeah. From when you were Hell a police yeah. officer. Funny ones. You know, all that kind of stuff. Some funny, some not so funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what we're going to get into, some of those stories. And we'll all talk oh, yeah. about our, some of our fondest memories of Halloween, too, and mixed in there. You Absolutely. guys know how we do it here. Yeah. We just have a conversation. We, we just ramble on about senseless bullshit. And let it go. Um, but, uh, hey, real quick. Did you notice when you pulled in the yard? Yes. Did you see my uh, master of puppets? Yes. Yes. Which, which is which is which is looking badass. Yeah. Your yard you, looks amazing, you, man. You. Uh, you know we can't talk about Halloween without talking about the single greatest Halloween movie of all time. Oh, Trick which, or Treat. Which movie is what? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Trick I love or Trick Treat. Or Hold on, I got to put the brakes on. There. His favorite Halloween the movie. Is- the single greatest Halloween film of all time is Halloween 1978. <laughs> Okay, that was a pretty damn good one, yeah. <laughs> trick or treat is just so freaking trick awesome. Or treat. When, you, now, when you combine now, horror on, with heavy metal, come on now. Oh, the original was Sammy Kerr, Ozzy Osbourne, and Gene Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. When you combine, when you combine metal and, and metal and horror, yeah. you oh, got shit. me. Have you seen the remake? I have not That's seen not the a remake. remake. That is not. A oh, remake. okay, not it, remake. It's, it's a it's, it's a, a re- different movie. It's a different movie. Same mm. kind of title, but dude, it is awesome yeah. you would actually I still it. i still blast that soundtrack from the original yes, trick or treat absolutely oh, yeah. you know and what's really cool about that original trick or treat movie um that was right in the middle of the whole pmrc craze with the back masking and the devil worship and and heavy metal music and all the right. stuff and then what do they do they release Throw a back masking in it with two of the guys <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons. Ozzy Osbourne, of all things, playing <laughs> a priest um, or minister. What a minister, I yeah. think, is what it was actually. But uh, yeah, come on. Do you know something crazy about Ozzy? I don't know <laughs> if you know this or if you know this. He keeps a lot of crazy things about Ozzy. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, Remember that time he snorted ants? Well, check this uh, out. Yeah. Here's <laughs> something crazy about Ozzy. Off a bat. <laughs> how old? How old is he? Oh God! I don't. Sixty. He's got to be in I his seventies now. I think he's sixty-eight. Check maybe. this out. You know he runs five miles a day. He's still in really good shape. I know. I listen. The dude I runs to five it, miles a day. I listened to an interview. Wow. I listened to an interview with um, Zach Wild from you know he he was a guitarist for for Ozzy, Black Label Society, one of my favorite bands. But anyways. Uh, he said, and this is like a known thing, I guess, in the world of the of Ozzy. Oh, Ozzy is seventy two. Yes, and he bring they bring a treadmill with them on tour, and he runs like five miles before every freaking uh, concert he does. He works out constantly. They said that he he has to at that fucking age. <laughs> well, dude, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like he works out like a son of a. People are like, how's he still going? Same thing with uh, Mick Jagger, you know. These guys work out. Mick Jagger's in really good shape, dude. That's what I'm saying. These old cats work out so much. They were they, just on St. Louis not too long. It's ago. crazy, man. Yeah. But anyway, it was kind of funny <laughs> because here I was 
the Rolling Stone, the fucking Rolling Stones were in St. Louis. On the cover of the Rolling Stone. That's awesome. the fucking dome. Where was I? I was watching motherfucking Megadeth and Lamb of God. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was at fucking Hollywood Casino for the Megadeth, Lamb of God. Uh, I wish I'd have been there for that. Oh, dude. I've seen Iron Maiden like six times live. Oh, God, have yes. you really? I've seen yeah, Iron those guys Maiden are fucking awesome. Now. Sorry, I didn't mean to drop the F-bomb there. Sorry. Oh, no, shit. no, you're fine. Fuck, you're fine. son of a bitch. Uh, very, <laughs> very first concert I ever went to was Iron Maiden somewhere in time. Oh, that was a badass tour. Yeah. It pretty much ruined every concert after that because, I mean, it was such a phenomenal. I'm so weird, dude. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. I, when it comes to music, like, I listen to so much different stuff. He was listening to some Carly Simon when he pulled up. <laughs> Britney Spears. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Taylor shits. I mean, he's in, he's in there doing Shake It Off in the driveway. Oh, that's it. We're getting kicked off. <laughs> no, uh, but to get back to the whole Halloween thing, guys, um, Speaking of music wise, you know, what, what is, uh, what's some of your, some of your either music or maybe some theme music from something that really brings you back into the Halloween spirit, you know? Uh, oh, dude, there's a lot that really, really kind of gets it shaken. I mean, that trick or treat soundtrack, if I, anytime I even hear a cut off that, I've got to listen to the whole album. I mean, yeah. I, I just can't listen who, to one song. Who did a lot? Didn't Fastway do a lot of that? Fastway did, I yeah. think, almost all of it. Yeah. But those guys yeah. kick ass. I mean, they're, oh, yeah. they're really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. That, that, that opening song, Trick or Treat, I get, I, it just makes me jump up and want to scream at the top yeah. of my lungs every time it starts. See? Dude. Go ahead. For me? It's fucking Halloween. Halloween. Oh, yeah. Or Halloween. It's Halloween. <laughs> fucking love. With the band Sam Hain. See, mine I love is freaking Misfits. Misfits. Hell, yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. Or, or Ozzy's uh, Bark at the Moon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bark at the Moon. Yeah. Or definitely. Scream. Yeah. Yeah. A chill runs up your spine and crawls uh, into We actually used that on the show one time. Hell, wasp scream. song scream until you like it. Yeah. You know, there's this music uh, for Halloween. There's so dude. much, dude. Oh, I, God, yeah. I often think about it, you know, because we have, we have, we're going to be working on in the near future doing our own adult Halloween party, mm-hmm. you know, which you guys will all find out about once we get that figured out. Once but, Ryan becomes an adult, <laughs> that'll never happen. <laughs> but. Oh, I am old enough. <laughs> uh, another one real quick. DA and I were talking about this before we started recording. Midnight Syndicate. Oh, yes. Midnight Syndicate does some really cool gothic horror music. Um, Got to give props where props are due, man. Mm-hmm. They, they do some really cool shit. I actually use some of their stuff in my haunt out here on Halloween. <laughs> nice. Uh, but... Uh, but yeah, very very cool band, man. Got to got to give it up to Midnight Syndicate. See, so I often nice. think about it whenever I'm going to do like I'm thinking about as a DJ when we get somebody to come out and DJ for the Halloween party. Kind of what DJ, songs? What yeah, what songs do I want to play to get you know that Halloween feel up, but keep the girls dancing and things like that? Because you know you got to do that. So I often think about that. What music is great for for Halloween and stuff like that? You know. Hallowed be thy name, Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, speaking of metal bands, I've kind of got a bit of one little metal chop in my, in my inventory. I, I reached out to the band Sabaton, mm, and I oh. suggested a song possibility, and they freaking loved it. They're like, hell yeah, that might be on the next album. And it was Which, based yeah. on the 
based on uh, General Patton's poem, Through a Glass Darkly, about being reincarnated. Uh-huh. And they were like, holy crap, this is awesome. Dude, that's bad. So I, I might have a song written by Sabaton based on a suggestion I made. That's awesome. That's fucking sweet. You have any more of those? I have a band called Lunatic. You can cool. find us at lunaticmetal.com. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I can get her out there. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash lunatic. But no, metal. you know, have you ever heard the song um, Nigh the Werewolves? Yes. Uh, oh, God, I love that fucking song. Great song. This is Nigh the Werewolves. I showed, remember, I, I showed oh. uh, Power Wolf. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Mm-hmm. Power Wolf. I remember that. Such now. a great fucking song, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, there, there's just a ton of them. You know, when for me, when I think about music, and I'm sorry, I brought this up earlier. I got to go with that iconic score from Halloween '78. Yes. You know, John that, Carpenter's score for that film always takes me back to Halloween. And that's why, you know, I said, and theme music too. You know, because like, you know, what gets me, uh, really gets me is and it's weird because it's not even really creepy music but it's just from the movie itself but the silver bullet oh that's a good movie that intro song great film that intro song that's playing yeah dude when i hear that it sends me straight back to halloween being a kid i always watched silver bullet halloween i always watched lost boys i always watched halloween on Halloween. Lost Boys is another great one if they remake that i'm gonna die i mean just don't ruin it I just hope they find another guy just as sexy to play that saxophone. They won't. <laughs> I think they ought to you talk, you. Th- talk about scenes that are completely <laughs> unnecessary yeah, in like, a movie. You yeah, know what this what movie needs? A half-naked guy playing saxophone. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I still believe. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But, uh, he was jacked, too. Oh, yeah. He was, man. Mm. But you Somebody know, makes fun of that, that guy, guy for playing now, saxophone. Though? You see that guy now, though? He's withered away to nothing. <laughs> well, hell yeah. You stopped doing the roids, man. I've done my, I've done my cycles in life. <laughs> I'm ready to I did one out. film. Uh, and hey, it's a classic. And it's a great film. It is a classic. It's a fucking classic, great man. Uh, but no. Uh, I like how you're just hiding in the shadows. I try to keep it that way. I'm, I'm watching. See, you know, I'm judging my beard. See my beard level right here? So when it's I move, I see, I see my skin underneath <laughs> the neck. That's when I go back down to <laughs> I want to get a hoodie. I want to get a hoodie for when I do my shows. I want to get a hoodie that's the same color as my green screen, so it chroma keys everything out but my face. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! No, you need to get a mask, and all it has is your mouth and your eyeballs. Just <laughs> your mask, just your eyes. Just here. a set of lips, like Rocky Horror. There we go. <laughs> oh God, shut up! Ryan hates Rocky Horror Picture Show. What? I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. You need to take that skull right there next to you and beat him over the head with it. Well, yeah. (laughs) No, man, I got to tell you. Oh, dude. Here's a fucking crazy thing. So there's a guy that comes to my work. He does. (laughs) It's fucking weird. He does. We don't want to hear about that. He does paintless dent repair. His name is, uh, oddly enough, Brock Roberts. Uh, He does some like B-grade horror. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, or not just horror, but like some B-grade films or whatever. He just got a uh, a call from a director of a movie that Bill Mosley is going to be involved in. Oh, cool. shit. And he was like, he was talking to one of the guys in the shop, and he was like, 
So there's this horror guy. His name's Bill Mosley, and I don't really know who he is. Blah, 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 blah. And, uh, all the guys <laughs> in the shop was like, you need to go talk to Gerald and the parts, man. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking Chop Top, fucking Otis, fucking, oh, my God. And Holy s- shit, dude. And there's another connection that we could possibly have for you, brother. <laughs> dude, the network groweth. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, that's fucking cool as shit, though. Yeah, I thought it was fucking kill- cool as shit. Man. Um. But what I was gonna with the with the Rocky Horror Picture Show, everybody has. It's just like people like Midsummer and Hereditary. Not my thing. Yeah. Okay. Not my thing. But with the Rocky Horror Picture Show, this is what you're doing. This is what I want you. It's to do. not my fucking thing either. And everybody's like, oh, I got Kid Leto, like Rocky Horror. You're just too young to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's never seen it in a situation where it was acted out in a theater where he could get hot dogs thrown at him. Yeah, I've never seen it with. <laughs> I've never seen it on LSD. We'll put it that way. But Neither no, am I. Okay, well I'm two for two then. Yeah, see, my wife, my wife loves that fucking movie, and she was like, "How come you don't?" Lie? I'm like, "It's just not my thing." We've got, we've got to take him to see one and, and make sure the crowd knows he's a virgin. He's a weirgin. Yeah, see, you guys are gonna have me stand up, swinging um, on fucking people. Well, and then there was <laughs> there was the other movie, Shock Treatment. Hey, I'll dress. I'll dress as Meatloaf if you dress as uh, as uh, Tim uh, Tim Curry. Mom, oh, yeah, Meatloaf, dude. I have tried forever to. I have talked to my wife every year. I bring it up. I'm like, will you please let me dress as Frankenfurter for Halloween this year? <laughs> and she's like, absolutely not. So your wife is your wife is a very smart woman, and uh, my my wife is very refined and like smart, down to earth. And uh, it, she is very smart, <laughs> but dude, I would fucking rock fucking Frankenfurter. Well, and the sound, the soundtrack to that movie is awesome too. See, and I, and it's from, astounding. And, Time yeah. is fleeting. Oh my God. I can't That's tell you. That's it. It's going to be a show about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I'm out. Let's See do the time warp again. Happy Halloween, fuckers. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> no, no, man. No, no, it, no. You know, kidding. it is, it is what it is. Everybody's got their preferences on yeah, shit. Yeah, and uh oh yeah, absolutely. My, my thing, my thing is even when they're wrong, it's okay. Wrong. Yeah. See, <laughs> and my thing is is that no matter if I'm wrong or not, I'm gonna tell you how I feel about <laughs> shit. Isn't that awesome? Hey, if you can't be right, be wrong at the top of your voice. You're fucking right. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, I one thing you will always get from me in in life on this podcast with my friends my family i'm gonna tell you the truth i'm gonna tell you how i feel it's fucking bullshit i'm never gonna lie to you <laughs> i'm never gonna lie to you you might love me you might hate me but guess what at least you know i'm fucking telling the truth that's you all gotta that's, that, you gotta do the carlton dance I'm never gonna that's what i've told people on my show I'm never gonna it's not unusual <laughs> oh god that's what i tell that's people on my show i'm the same asshole in public as i am on the air exactly i'm slowly what you get i'm trying to oh, get yeah. my uh, my nickname in the podcast and horror world as the nicest asshole around. <laughs> I think you're getting that pretty quick. I try. Quick. I fucking try. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't help it. My my theme song is I'm an Asshole by Dennis Leary. I'm an asshole. Yo, yo. yo. Nice. I'm thrilled you know my theme song. That's just awesome. <laughs> We're going to play the beginning of this. Every time I hear that now, I'm going to thank you. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. But uh anyways, so um I don't know if we talked about this much when we've had you we on. We talked about everything. Well, but I mean for for our Halloween special here, we're talking about Halloween, we're talking about mm-hmm. all that stuff. What are some go-to movies if you do watch 
these movies on Halloween. What are your go-to movies for Halloween? Oh, dude, uh, you can't you can't have Halloween without the original Halloween. Gotcha, hundred percent. That, that's one one of the go-to's. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the the, the Freddy Krueger films, specifically the first one, but the rest of them. Yeah, you know, I liked I liked all of them. Me with too. Robert England. Yeah. I'll, I'll quantify that with with Robert England. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got a friend, uh, Jason Ludlam, who does uh, cosplay of that, and he is his cosplay of of, of Freddy Krueger is so good. He's got pictures of him and Robert England together together with Robert England, like giving him the fingers. Wow. Like it's That's yeah, his costume shit. is so good. Um, but uh, I, I love the I love those. I love uh, Trick or Treat. That's another one I like to watch. Uh, the Howling, and uh, one I just recently discovered this year that's going to go on my classics list. If you guys haven't seen it, it's a British kind of indie indie horror film called Howl. Yes, I have that seen movie that. Is on awesome. the train. On yeah. the train. Yes, yeah, that movie. That was a cool, awesome movie, man. I did. I went into that film not thinking too much about it, mm-hmm. but I was I was impressed. Yeah, my my wife loves horror films. Oh, awesome, uh, awesome. Oh, she's huge. She's huge into Halloween and horror. She loves that stuff. But uh, I tried. I had to talk her into watching that because she said, so "What's your like, wife doing tonight?" <laughs> she's. I think she's in the the room playing video poker. Oh shit. But she uh, she loves she loves Halloween and stuff and oh, yeah. and I loves horror films and I, she doesn't really she's like I don't really like British films I I don't like I don't understand their accents so I I got to talk had to talk her into watching Howl and she was like we need to watch that again sometime that yeah, was really yeah. good I t- I tell you what you really want to get her into well, man British is kind of kind of hard but uh, one of my favorite. British films is mm-hmm. The Legend of Hell House. Oh, that's um, a great one. Fantastic film. You need to get her to sit down and watch that. Um, except for the part where Gail Honeycutt walks down the stairs naked. Um, <laughs> you know. But uh, have you seen that series on I think it's on Netflix that's got uh got Nick Frost in it where he plays a paranormal investigator? It's a, it's a series. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um I I know what you're talking about, but I don't. I have not watched it yet, dude. I've watched the first few episodes of that. It's creepy as shit. Really? It's funny, but it's creepy as hell at the same <laughs> time. My wife is into this uh, Wellington Paranormal. Nice. Have you seen that? I it's totally British. It is on TV. Okay. And it is. I mean, it's set in Britain, and it's basically what you're doing is you're following these two cops that get sucked into investigating these paranormal, but it, it's a total spoof. I mean, it's, it's a comedy. Oh, cool. Yeah. But Oh, it, my wife is hooked on that. I tell you what, one, I don't know if you, you probably have seen it. I'm going to say just by title DA, you probably have seen this one, but uh werewolves within. Oh, great movie. Oh, yeah, very cool. It was, it was, it was cool. But I was, but as a werewolf fan, I was very, very disappointed in the fact that we never got to see the werewolf until the very end. Yeah. And the yeah. payoff scene, yeah. the transformation scene, was in the background. Right. That was. Right. But of course, from the beginning of that movie, I'm like, that guy needs to die. That guy needs. Right. I didn't oh, like yeah. it. Yeah. The characters were supposed to be unlikable, and they they were very good at that. And but they were very was, unlikable. <laughs> yeah, they were very unlikable, and the the plot of the Except movie the was, was really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just well, wish there'd been more werewolf in it. That we all. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I wish there'd oh. been more werewolf in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, greatest werewolf transformation on film. Um, Twilight. 
<laughs> okay, hit him again. Pulling the top off the skull. <sighs> I can't get it back on there. He knows better than that. <laughs> I just had to say that. Sorry. I'm working on. I'm gonna have to go with the original howling. I'm work. I'm working on my. Really? I'm working on my. Oh uh, yeah. I did not expect that. I'm sorry. The uh, the the fireside transformation scenes scene oh, is still what the cartoony yeah. uh, kind of. No, no. The leading up to that. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, that lady was smoking. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, to me, greatest transformation on uh, screen. Uh, Got to give it out to Rick Baker, American Werewolf in London. Oh, that is a fantastic one too. Nobody has been able to beat that in 30 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would it's, agree. It's crazy. That Have you is, guys seen Dog Soldiers? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Although you don't really movie. get that payoff transformation scene, the writing is superb, the acting is superb, and I love the story. I hear they're actually finally working on a sequel to that. Really? Yeah. Dude, the first movie was amazing. You know, we're talking about transformations. The first one was awesome. Yeah, talking about yeah. transformations, we were uh, talking about uh, this the other day. When we, were, we were mentioning it for some reason. But in Silver Bullet, um, I really liked the way that they reversed the transformation. Yeah. At the end, whenever he, the, mm-hmm. he, she shoots him and he falls down and like it shows a close-up of the skin, the fur like sucking back into the skin right, right. and stuff like that. That was really fucking cool. See, like that's the, something I always wondered about, the tra- a transformation of a werewolf. I'm just being weird here, but if they transfer, transfer, uh, transform into the werewolf and that hair grows, wouldn't it make more sense that it would just fall off? Yeah, you would think yeah. so. Yeah, you just uh, find this large werewolf-shaped outline of fur on, on the ground in the oh, woods. Uh, I'm gonna throw this out there. Have you ever seen the series Hemlock Grove? I we I already had this not. conversation. <laughs> so Hemlock Grove, they had a really cool concept to their werewolf transformations. Mm-hmm. In their were- werewolf transformations, uh, when the guy would go to transform the skin would basically melt off his body and the wolf was underneath. I saw and, a transformation like that where the skin was splitting apart. Yeah. A very cool, uh, very cool concept on the werewolf. Oh, house. I like that. Now I don't know that they ever showed us the other way. Yeah. The reverse, the, the reverse, the, the, the reverse. And that's why I like that. And, um, and silver bullet. I just like the way yeah, they reversed the way it. they did and, that. And they yeah. did really good with the nose mm-hmm. and like all that yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, I tell you what I've been watching lately, and I was surprised. Um, because like you were talking about with Netflix, Netflix has a lot of good shows on it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of bad shows on it. I don't fucking like I agree. But, uh, um, but anyways, uh I don't pay for it. It's one of my friends. I use their account. Netflix is the bomb, yo. So uh yeah, well, they need to get rid of some things. Um but anyway, shit on Hulu too. Yeah, but uh, anyways, I've been watching this show called Legacies. Okay, have you seen I it? About about that show. I haven't seen it. Uh, I've watched a couple episodes of it. It actually gets good. Really, it gets really good. I've been wa- okay. me and my wife started watching it literally like uh, probably three days ago, and we're about eight or nine episodes in. But um, anyway, it's pretty cool because it's about. Uh, werewolves and vampires and like witches and stuff stuff like that. Um, but it's about this guy who created a school. It's kind of like uh, Marvel or like mm-hmm. X Men, but for witches and super, and like uh, werewolves and shit like that. And basically, this guy 
uh, made a school because his two daughters, he has twin daughters who are witches. And they, oh. were, they were born from a certain Dude, coven. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, there's another show on TV called Legacies. That's the one. Yeah. It's probably, am is I, that the one you're talking I'm about? I'm watching on Netflix. Oh, no. The one I'm thinking of is called The Order. Yeah, it's kind of like The Order, except it's more, um, this one's cool because it's based on like um, legacies. It's, it's based right. on family bloodlines and mm -hmm. things like that. But it, like this you. guy built this school for kids who are, you know, supernatural, Different. so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And he helps them control like their anger, like helps the werewolves control their, their stuff and try to, you know, it, it, but it's a really cool concept. But there's a lot, it's a really good show. And um, the werewolf transformation I was talking about in there, it's cool because it's like, you know, I haven't seen like the, the werewolves change yet as far as their transformations, but you start to see it and it's like their bones, you hear the bones mm -hmm. breaking and yeah. extending out and it shows like this. It's really, really cool the way they do yeah. that. But it's that a good show. Awesome. You would probably like it. It's there, I'll have to check that out. DA, if you haven't watched it, there is a show called The Order on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and it's the same kind of concept yep it's a good one um, look that, it, it, that show is really good my wife and i have have binged all of that yeah i mean it, it was a great show stuff you would like uh speaking of creepy creepy series you guys remember you guys well you guys know i'm a huge fan of the old cold check the night stalker series yes absolutely Do you remember the episode the spanish moss murders mm, maybe with with the with the uh the cajun cajun swamp monster with yes. killing people yes yes okay well, for a long time, I've been trying to find anything I could find online about Paramalfe, the, uh, the the Spanish moss right. monster. And right. there's a, there are websites that claim it was made up for the show. There are other websites that say you know it might actually be a true legend. Well, earlier today, I found confirmation. Ooh. It's oh, sweet, freaking brand new real. news, folks. It's freaking real. Nice. Um, a good friend of mine's got family that lives down in Southern Louisiana and he, he was asking about it. He goes, Oh yeah, we grew up here in that story. It's, it's a legit thing. He says, it's mostly told along the Eastern swamps, uh, along the Mississippi border. He said, but yeah, that thing's out there, man. Oh, so, sweet. That's dude. Cool. So that's, there's a book in the future. It's going to be oh, called yeah. the nightmare oh, yeah. hunter, uh, the nightmare hunter, the curse, curse of Parmoffe. Well, something we got to talk about, you know, is that, there's a little bit of truth in fact in everything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It starts from somewhere, absolutely. you know, and, um, that's why, and that's, what's cool about, and I'm fucking loving your idea on this, you know, um, with the whole project and because what's funner, man, than fucking going out and, uh, finding some creepy shit, investigating things, you know, like we're all into some creepy shit. Well, you know, man, it's just, what, why think life is so boring? Yeah. You know, yeah. like people are like, oh, I want to go here. I want to go to Mars. I want to travel this. There's so much shit on earth that there is to look yeah, for and that find we don't out. Know anything about. You know. There's just so much to life that's going to be cool to see and people are missing, you know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I love digging into this shit, which is why we <laughs> want you to come on, you know? So uh, oh, yeah. talking, talking about cool stories. Um, so we did kind of a brief synopsis of La Llorona. Um, nice. My, my best friend for, for years, uh, he moved to Tucson, Arizona years ago, and we still keep in touch. We talk just probably every couple of weeks we talk. 
and uh, his wife is of Mexican descent. Mm-hmm. And she grew up hearing the story from her grandmother of La Llorona. Um, they are actually, we were trying to get them on the show next week so that she could tell that story, but uh, their anniversary is this week and they're out of town. So that's going to be coming up pretty soon. Uh, my buddy Lael and his wife, Sandra, are going to come on, and Sandra is going to tell us the real story behind La Llorona. Nice. Coming from... Well, you know, that, that's, not, that's not just a Latin American legend. There, there's an American version of that, too. Yes. It's called The Woman in White. Yes, yes. Which yes. was so a you cool, get a very big cool tie-in in there. Yeah, and that's what's cool, you know, is that, like I was saying, there's a little bit of truth in everything. You know, it came from somewhere. Now, how far it goes, and you know, it's like the game of telephone. Yeah, you know. But what's cool is finding out the real stuff and behind things, you know, and what happened. Absolutely, absolutely. So, speaking of some truths, okay. Do you have any uh, creepy or otherwise funny stories, whatever, about Halloween that happened to you as a police officer? Well, I can tell you one right off the top of my head. This was, I was still a deputy at the time, but I was working as part of a security detail for one of the hospitals here in town. Uh, they only, they only wanted, you know, commissioned officers to be patrolling the, the premises. And it's an older, one of the older hospitals in town. It's been around a hundred years or more. And in the main part of the old hospital that they don't use anymore is a chapel. And, I, for nightly rounds through the hospital, I would have to walk every one of the floors and check doors. So I'm walking down this hallway, and it, I'm the only one in the building. This building is locked down. There's not supposed to be anybody in this part of the building at night. And I'm walking down the hallway toward that chapel, and as I'm approaching, I can see at an angle into the chapel, and there's an old man in the back row in a black suit with his head down. I see him, I see him just as plain as I'm seeing you guys on the screen right now. It was there. There's no way out of the chapel, but past me. And I, and I, and I think, well, what? there's nobody supposed to be in there. What the hell is he doing in there? So I round the corner and go into the chapel. And when I walk into the chapel, he's gone. There's no other exit. He would have had to have come out past me. So I check underneath the pews. I check the closet. I look up underneath the pulpit. There's nobody in the chapel, but me. And it was a full body apparition, just as solid as the day is, day is, day is, day is long. I mean, just absolutely perfect full body apparition. So I walk back out thinking, man, that was freaking weird. And I'm a little freaked out. I go down to the, uh, the main lobby of the hospital and the founder of the hospital, I won't give the name because they might get a little tetchy yeah. about me using yeah. the name mm-hmm. of the hospital, but the, the, they have a, like a six foot oil painting of the founder of the hospital. And I look up and it's him. Oh, oh shit. Same suit and everything. Damn. And I was like, I was like, Huh. Would you look at the time? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I need to be in another building. That's no kidding. Crazy. Oh my god! But I saw him just as plain as day. That's badass. Shit, yeah, dude, that's fucking cool as shit, man. That's not. I'll tell, I'll tell you a story. <clears throat> and um, this didn't happen on Halloween, but it happened right around Halloween. It's a few days before, probably, because I remember. Cheers, fuckers. Cheers, yeah, fuckers. Salanja. Yeah, salami. <laughs> <laughs> what Ryan likes it. to eat is I my love, salami. I love 
I love Vienna sausage. It's <laughs> about all I got. It's worth it though. But anyways, it's worth it. Ah. But anyways, show the love. Uh, so this is 100% legit too for me, dude. I promise you. So we were. I lived on this house where I lived kind of like on the side of a hill, right? So the, it's a big hill. I live on the side of the hill, so there's another house down here. Okay. Okay. So we could. We climb on top of a roof. We could see like into the neighbor's windows up to a two-story house. You know? We know what Ryan was doing. He yeah, was well, looking in the neighbor's window. That's kind of what we were doing. But uh, <laughs> and it's funny because we were looking at the bathroom window. But it was only like a, it was like a, it was like a square it was like a square window, right? Like this big. <laughs> Jesus. So uh, I don't know if we can tell the story. Well, I'm, let me tell you why <laughs> we were doing that. So oh, I can hear it now. Horror Chronicles just released a Peeping Tom episode. Yes. No, well, here, check mm-hmm. this out. Listen. So there's a there's a kid that lived there. He's an older kid. than the, I was probably 13 at the time, 12, 13. And this kid was older. He's probably like 16, 17. And he was real weird. He would always burn candles at night. Like, I, I, stayed, I stayed at night with him one night. Um, and uh, he had candles all over his room. And like the all night long, all he do, all he would do is sit there and burn candles, and like melt them wax into each other and all kinds of shit. Right? I did that one time when I was tripping acid. <laughs> well, check this out. So I stayed the night with him that night, and the next day I got severely sick, like to the point where I had to go to the hospital. And my mom was like worried. I wasn't breathing right and all kinds of other stuff. Wow. My mom was worried. So we're like, what the fuck? And it was real weird, man. I, I felt weird the whole night or whatever. And like, I was right next door. I went home early. Like I left like two o'clock in the morning and went back home. And I wasn't feeling bad or nothing, but I woke up the next day and I felt like I was dying. I had to go to the hospital. And that dude was in some weird shit, man. And um, so me I'm and my buddy. I laughed. And me and a couple of, <laughs> me and a couple of my buddies were um, – hanging out on our roof just chilling on our roof because you could walk like literally walk right up on top of our roof from my backyard and and uh we were just sitting there hanging out and i was like dude i was telling about everything and so we have some binoculars like we'll see what's going on you know so we were kids and we were looking around the house trying to see if we see anything creepy you know and whatnot and shit and honest to god i wish i could tell you that you could ask my friend but my friend that was with me that seen it actually passed away not too long ago my buddy that passed away not too long ago um but anyways uh He's like, dude, look in the bathroom mirror or in the bathroom window. window. So I'm like, okay. I look in the window. There's a fucking face about this big, and it's like a devil-looking demon face. Not necessarily the uh, the devil itself uh, as mm-hmm. it would be depicted, yeah. Yeah. but more mm-hmm. of like a demon-style face, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. And like, I'm like, no way. That was fucking real. And we look again, and like, it's there. So then we look again, and it was gone. Third time we looked, it was gone. I'm like, what the sh- what the fuck, you know? So uh, a few days later, I'm there with my dad because my dad um, helped put the windows in the house. That the guy who owned the house, my dad helped build stuff in it, put windows in and whatnot. So we were over there looking at something that uh, was messed up or something, and we walked upstairs and we walked through the bathroom because the upstairs had like a uh, square, you could, like a balcony, you could walk all the way around the whole upstairs. It was okay. a big two story house, you yeah. know. So you could cut through the middle, and that was the bathroom. So we cut through that through the bathroom, and sitting on the top of the bathroom, like tank, toilet tank, you know, was a book 
smaller than this with that fucking face on the front of it. He just pointed at a notebook, a spiral yeah. notebook. It was smaller than this. It was probably about half the size of this. And on that nice. fucking cover, on that cover was the fucking picture, the, the face that we see. Wow. About like this? Yes, about yeah, that size. Yep. That's cool. I fucking love that too, by the way. But, uh, yeah. but on that fucking cover was the same face we seen, dude, to a T, but the face we seen was like five times the size. That's wow. wild, dude. That's and crazy. that dude, I'm telling you, I got really sick right after staying there. And that dude now, like, I found out that he, like, lives – he was living in the side of a storage shed and he was real fucking like he lost his shit. Yeah. I think he was in some crazy shit, man. And he, he probably summoned something he couldn't get rid of. Exactly. And I, and I think that it was trying to fucking work its way on me yeah. and um, it didn't work, you know, cause right after that too, after I got, after I did that, um, <laughs> leading up after that, about a month or so later, I was laying in my room and I had a dream. I talked to you about this a long time mm -hmm. ago, but I had a dream, and I woke up in my in my room, and I was facing the wall. And I just felt I didn't see it, I didn't hear it, but I felt like this fucking super evil dark presence. And I felt like it was like right on my neck. Didn't hear anything, but I felt it. It was probably your wife. <laughs> no, this no, was no, no, yeah, this was fucking present. This was, this was well, this was a long time no, ago. No. This is back when I was, like I said, 13 years old, 12, 13. And, um, were you nibbling on his ear? Yes, <laughs> is that what it was? He was creepy, probably. He, okay. he probably was peeping on me. He brought me here now, get me out of here. <laughs> no, no, but, um, so I was laying there in my dream, and I woke, and like it's like I woke up and it felt super hot. and I just felt this thing on top of me, basically. I didn't, I couldn't hear nothing, feel nothing. But yeah, but I couldn't hear nothing though. I just felt it and I felt this presence. And I remember in my dream, I was breathing super heavy. And um, I felt, it felt like the room was like a thousand degrees. It was so hot. And I woke up to my mom holding on to me, like actually woke up and she was shaking me, crying. Like, cause she said that, um, she hurt, she, um, went to the kitchen. My room was right in the kitchen. We, I wouldn't have doors on our rooms. We had like sheets that we hung up, Okay, you know, gotcha. cause we didn't have, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, we had sheets hanging up and my mom said she walked into the kitchen. She heard me in the room going, <laughs> <laughs> just like that, breathing like that. And this is after I had that shit. Mm -hmm. There's a, a respiratory thing that was going on. It's like a month later. And she thought I was having some kind of – and she woke right. me up, and I was, like, completely drenched with sweat. And she was shaking me when she finally got me awake. And, like, I was soaked. My bed was soaked. I, but my hair, like, I just got out of the fucking bath or whatever, jumped it. You know what I mean? And um, after that, like, it was weird, man. After that, I started going to, like, this church and shit. And um, – that would make you go to a church. Well, and what's crazy is, is it wasn't nobody. My parents didn't do nothing like this. Me on my own. Started going to these churches mm -hmm. and stuff, and I just kind of found my way about things. And I just learned to be a strong-willed, strong-mind person, and I am now. And I work. You know, nothing's ever fucked with me anymore. Right. But that was close as shit, man. Yeah. That was close as shit, and that's a hundred percent legit story. And uh, it was rough, man. My mom was like bawling. She's like, "I thought you were dying." And she's like, you're breathing like you, it was just fucking crazy, man. I don't know.
I don't know. That's like, insane, man. Well, you know, um, wow. Stories like that, uh, and we talk about that all the time on here. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, it's personal things that happen to you. Until something happens to you, then you're, you know, you won't believe anything. Oh but yeah. When it, but when it happens to you and it hits you, you know, you fucking, it's a different story. You know, uh, and that's why I like to find out things. Uh, it's kind of what made me build up myself to where I am now as far as like mentally strong and um, just knowing who I am and knowing what, what, what's what. It got me into like learning how to defend myself, whether or not that would matter. I don't fucking know. I was a kid though. So that's what I thought. Look, if something's after you, what do you got to do? You got to take it out. Right. You know, um, it's just like we talked about with the new Halloween, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I come from everything from a self-defense standpoint and I'm like, look, dude, just fucking take the head off. You take the fucking head off. It ain't doing anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got the head off the snake. You got to like, take it, take the head off, you know? So that's what's, it's just, it's, it's cool and interesting. The past that life leads you down mm-hmm. when it comes to that stuff. And Absolutely. it's weird that it kept me. What's weird about it is, is that it kept me into this genre. It kept me. I've always been into the horror and the creepy and the paranormal right. and the cryptids and things like that. You know, I've always been into the whole hunting process of like, you you know, going out looking for fucking werewolves and vampires and all mm-hmm. other things that go bump in the fucking night. You know, yeah, I mean, cool. have you ever had anything happen like that to you? Anything remotely? Dude, like I've that? had so much creepy shit happen in my life, but I've got a really good one. Good story for you. This is a cop story, but it wasn't oh, yeah. mine. This okay. was given to me by a buddy of mine that, that I won't say what county he works in, but it's here in Missouri and it's mm-hmm. down near the Arkansas border. Uh, so I won't say the county because he's still a cop there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, you know, he doesn't, doesn't want his name involved in anything like this because when you're a cop, if word gets out that you have seen something like this, it destroys your credibility and they mm-hmm. will destroy you on the witness stand. Yeah. So he, he said, I'll tell you the story, but my name stays 100% out of it. My agency yeah. stays out of it. I totally still got it. it. So he gets a call one night. He's working the overnight shift. It's about two o'clock in the morning. He gets a call. The 911 caller is frantic that there was something, is what they said, something trying to get, a, get in the house. Well, the dispatcher said, is it an animal? You know, is it a person? Is it an animal? And they, he, the, the caller got ex- really excited um, saying, it's it's some it's something it's some kind of creature and they finally got the guy to to calm down the guy goes oh look it's it's a person i think it's walking on two legs it's a person it's trying to get into my house so they call they get it to my buddy as a prowler he goes over there as fast as he can get there and goes jumps out of the car grabs his shotgun and the lady's at the front door saying it's at the back of the house it's at the back of the house so he goes trucking around to the back of the house and catches a glimpse of something big and dark moving off through the woods. He didn't see it, didn't see it fully, but you know, it, whatever it was was moving fast. He said, "There's no way I was catching it." He said, so he goes over to the one of the back windows, which was one of the one of the the woman that lived there's daughters, like a 12, 13 year old little girl. The window is up high, like like 12, 13 feet off the ground because it had a walkout basement in the back. He found scratch marks in the in the aluminum siding, eleven feet off the ground. Holy shit! Wow! And the prints he found looked canid. He said wow. it was it was the biggest damn wolf prints I've ever seen, and it was on two legs. Holy shit! I said, Did "You chase it?" He said, "Fuck no, I didn't chase it." <laughs> I don't blame him. He said, "I got my ass in the patrol car and rode it up as handled by officer." Yeah. Wow. You, you see, and it's like. Uh, like you said, the credibility of 
of people get ruined when they just tell the truth. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah, like for absolutely. me, I'm a, and that's why I'm big on this. Like no matter what it is, I'm going to tell you how I feel about it or my truth and what I think is a truth. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is because that's your name. That's your credibility. That's what, you know, people right. always know. You may not like to hear what I have to fucking say to you about it, but I'm going to tell you, Right. you know? Right. Um, so what I was getting at there is, you know, all this stuff gets shunned and pushed to the side, you know, but people who you trust to come and save your life possibly and mm-hmm. who you call when you need help and then you're going to call them not credible. It's just like with the people like, the, you know, who Commander Fravor is? He's mm, a, off the top of my head. He's a guy that uh, he's a guy who chased that TikTok or Tic Tac yeah, yeah. uh, spaceship thing. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, I know he's been. He's been highly, highly. Uh, he's a highly respected, one of the best pilots we had. He's a you know he extremely reliable source. Yeah, well respected in his field. And um, you know, he comes out and says what he saw. There's video proof of what he saw. Hasn't said anything else. All he said was what he saw. What happened. You know, when people want to fucking like say, "Oh, that's just bull." It's like, yeah, what, 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 what would be the reward for him to come out at his age, right, with his credentials, with his reputation, to just make up something like this? There's that no has benefit vid- to it. It would, it would, it would, it, even telling the truth is going to do his reputation more harm than good. Exactly, right. and that's what, and, and he knows video, this. There's video proof and everything. And he's yeah. like, look, I didn't see anything before this. I've never seen anything after this. This is what happened. It's all on video. It's all recorded. This is what, this is what happened. Yeah. You know? So that's what I'm saying. It's a shame that these guys like you and other officers and things like that that see things. Have to worry about Have that. to worry about that yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because there is truth out there. Who knows, man? And that's what, like, is so cool about our genre stuff, man, is that we get to dig into these things and see what's out there, you know, um, I just like, you know, just cause you're in this pot of my head cause you're wearing a Bigfoot, you know, hat, you know, the, the whole thing with Bigfoot, um, we know at one point in time that it was an actual creature, Gigantopithecus, they say they think is, you know, is Bigfoot. They found the remains and everything mm-hmm. like that. And, um, it's in every native American folklore, different names for mm-hmm. it and everything like that. So evidently there was a creature at some point in time that for sure was here. Could it still be here? I don't know. British Columbia is fucking pretty deep, fucking crazy ass woods. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of places just Dude, like this. Look at the Mark Twain national forest. Oh, that's yeah. some deep ass yeah, woods. Absolutely. You know, yeah, and that's what and and my thing and my thing is is that I'm a dimensional guy. I believe in multiple dimensions. Mm -hmm. Who knows if this is a a low frequency, high frequency being or whatever that's coming from a different dimension? We don't know. There's too many my thing is at one point in time there's too many people and too many cultures that had seen this. You know. Exactly. And and tribes that never had a contact with each other on opposite coasts are telling the story of the same same type of type of creature. Yeah, exactly. You know, so there's some like I said, there's truth to everything. A little bit of truth mm-hmm. to everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Um, so it's just a shame that you guys and people like you <laughs> had to worry about fucking telling stories because it would 
affect certain things. <laughs> and I, I don't want to offend anyone. I really don't, but I'm going to say this because that's how I feel about it. No, if you're going to tell me, well, if you're going to tell me that you're a Christian and you believe in a God that you've never seen, never heard, you got to have faith, but you got to have faith. No, but um, if you're going to tell me you believe in that and you believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, mm -hmm. but you don't believe that, you know, there's ghosts or there's spirits or that, you know, there's maybe a where it was a Bigfoot or maybe there is a fucking kind of, you know, aliens. Get out of here. Wait you a know? minute. Wait a minute. So if Jesus rose from the dead. Yes, he's a fucking zombie. It's Zom Jesus. Zomba Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're done. <laughs> so then by that account, Lazarus would be too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's a cool ass story though. Um, yeah. That's, that's pretty damn crazy. Yeah. So here's a here's a fucked up story I've never really talked about much. Um I don't know if that I've never that I've ever talked about it on the show. Oh, okay. Um so when I was a kid, um my I lived with my mom, my stepdad, and my sister. Uh, she got married at a young age and her and her husband moved away. He was in the military, so they were in Germany for a while. Um, but we lived in this ranch style house. Now, do you guys know the difference between a family room and a living room? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So family room, living room is where you go and you hang out, you watch TV and yeah, that's just where you go. Family room, yeah. don't you dare it. sit on that couch. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's for good company. It's for Enough good for company. You. <laughs> okay. So our house, the family room was right in the middle of the house. It was a ranch style house. So it was long. Uh, there were three bedrooms on one end, then the family room, and then a, uh, a dining room. And then you turned and went into the kitchen and there was a breezeway that went over to the living room. So, so my mom, uh, I was very young at the time, 13, 14 years old. My mom's best friend passed away. And so it was really weird, you know, uh, just a few months later, I mean, her, her kids knew that my mom was her best friend and we were very close. I mean, she was like family to us. And so they offered to give my mom a bunch of her clothing. And so my mom was like, okay, yeah, I'll take it, you know? And so my mom had a bunch of her clothes and she had them hanging up in her bedroom. And shortly after this woman passed away, uh, we started hearing some weird noises inside the house. Um, it, it was just your typical, you know, you'd be laying there in the middle of the night trying to go to sleep. House is completely silent. And the whole house was carpet. And you could hear what sounded like shuffling feet on carpet, you know. And you would hear it all the time. Well, my mom used to claim that she could smell her friend's perfume all the time. 
Now that you can kind of write off to my mom had a lot of her clothing, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but we also started smelling uh, like floral smells like roses and stuff all the time. And, you know, if you guys know anything about what we're talking about here, uh, typically when you start smelling roses in a home after a person has died, it's typically because they have come back to visit you. Um, they symbolize that with the roses that are left at the funeral, blah, blah, blah. Um, so like I said, the family room was in the center of the home. Once you got through the family room, there was a really small hallway. There was three, I'm sorry. There were four doors. There was my sister's bedroom a bathroom, my bedroom right beside the bathroom door, and then my mom and my stepdad's bedroom right across the hall from my bedroom door. And when I talk, when I say small hallway, I mean, it was probably 10 foot. Yeah. You know, it was very small. Um, So I started noticing that there was some weird stuff going on, you know, like, why is that happening? What, what's going on here? And, uh, we noticed that that family room was always extremely cold. Now you can equate that to the way, you know, the climate control people put the AC in there. I mean, there, there's numerous things that you could the lack of use, to, um, lack of use, but it was right in the center of the home, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it was one of those things you had to walk through that room every day several times to get from your bedroom to the kitchen. Um, but we hardly ever hung out in there, um, except during Christmas, you know, <laughs> but, uh, oh, we're not here to talk about Christmas. Hell no. Don't um, ever mention that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, that room was always extremely cold and it was to the point where if you left like a, a glass of ice water in that, in that room, it would still have ice on it the next morning. Holy shit. I mean, it, not complete yeah, cubes, but, but still, I mean, it was cold in there. It was always cold. So me and my buddy, uh, we decided to start messing around with Ouija boards and stuff. You know, I was really big into the occult and different stuff at those time. So there's some other things that could play factor to the story, but anyway, I decided that, so that living room, when you walk through there, or that family room, when you walk through there, there was a couch against one wall. Directly across the room from the couch was a picture window and a chair, like an armchair, sitting right beside that picture window. And then on the other wall was like a love seat. And, uh, and then there was also like a front door to the house that we never used because there was a door Mm-hmm. in the breezeway we used all the time but so i decided one night you know what i'm gonna stay in in the family room so i waited till everybody <laughs> went to bed and i went out of my bedroom and i walked through into the family room and just laid on the couch and eventually i fell asleep you know i wanted to see why is this room so cold what the fuck's going on mm-hmm. in here so I woke up in the middle of the night and it was really weird because when I woke up, 
I could see everything around me with like this weird eerie glow of light coming through the window. Um, but I couldn't really move. You know, I was just kind of there on the couch and I swear that as I was laying there, I could, I could see the silhouette of that chair across the room from me and what looked like somebody sitting in that chair. Ooh, yeah. Now I couldn't make out form or anything. It was just kind of silhouetted and like moonlight, I guess, is what mm-hmm. was coming through the window. There was a street light down the street and maybe that's what was coming through, but, uh, it was really weird. So as I lay there looking at this, I realized that there's like a form standing beside the chair. And every so often I would see this form standing by the chair, lean over like it was talking to the person in the chair. Like it was talking to the person in the chair. Sorry. I got away from my mic. Uh, It would lean over like it was whispering in the, person's ear holy shit and then it would stand back up and they would just look at me it's like they could see me laying there now i don't know now like i said i had fallen asleep and had woken up in a you know whatever state you're in Uh uh-huh yeah but i know what i saw and it was very bizarre Never saw anything like that again, but I saw it that night. Now, we did have some other strange occurrences that would happen. Uh, Things would move. You know, you you know you laid that on the island in the kitchen. Yeah. But it's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, now it's somewhere else. One of the other things that was weird about that house is we had a cat. And uh, one night, this cat just freaked out. And kept walking over to the basement door and would just sit at the basement door and meow constantly. He only did it one time. It was weird from the living room where we used to hang out all the time. You could, like from the couch, you could look. There was a little staircase that was like three or four stairs that went up into the breezeway. Because what they did is they created a living room out of Mm -hmm. what used to be the garage. So they put like two or three steps in there. And, and so sitting on the couch, you were looking straight through the breezeway and straight through the kitchen and you could see the basement door from the couch, mm-hmm. you know, cause it was on that opposite wall and this cat would just freak out and was sitting at this basement door, just meow, 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 meow. And I'm like, what the hell is going on with this cat? So I walked over and I opened the basement door and this cat walked out onto the landing of the basement because the steps kind of went in and turned and yeah. went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an unfinished basement. You know, all that was down there was like storage and laundry facilities and stuff. And this cat sat like two or three steps down and, and just staring down the, the steps. Meow, meow, meow. Well, I was probably at the time watching like headbangers ball or something like that, you know? So I was just sitting in the living room, this freaking cat ended up, I guess it went down the stairs or whatever. This cat comes flying out of the basement, just screaming, like freaked out. Like you have never seen a cat freaked out. In your life. 
comes tearing out of the basement, runs through the living room and stops right in the, in that family room, just stops and sits there and doesn't make another peep. The rest of the night. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on with those cat? You know, like that demon down the basement said, "Hey, shut the fuck up." Yeah, it was really bizarre. We used to uh, we used to have weird occurrences like that all the time, you know. And it's funny because they talk about animals. Animals can see shit that we can't. I don't know what those cats are, or if it even saw anything. Hell, there might have might have been a mouse down there that it was afraid of. Or yeah, something, cats you know? are stupid. But the the <laughs> the family room incident though was very bizarre, and like I said, it only happened that one time. And I can't even guarantee you what I saw, but I know what I think I saw. That's pretty cool. You know, that's creepy. <laughs> and that house, that house was always, even my, even my buddies that would come over and stay the night with me and shit. They would always tell me there is something fucked up about this house. Yeah. You know? I, like I like it. I don't know if anybody ever died there. Speaking of that, isn't the conjuring house up for sale? Oh, maybe. Yeah. So it was the Amityville horror house. Yeah, you know, if you've got a cool one point five million, there's another one. Little bed and breakfast. I think the. Uh, hey, that's a great idea, DA. There you go. Hell Charge yeah. extras to stay in the red room in the basement. If you can make it through tonight. <laughs> that's have you awesome. ever heard of the Lent Mansion? Up in St. Louis, yes, yes. Have you ever been there? No, I have not. That's one of the Very places cool I place, want to visit. Man. You oh, know, sometimes we ought to take a trip and go up there. Hell yeah. Very cool. We, yeah, we've talked about that place so much on this show. <laughs> it's kind of, but yeah, that would be cool. To I have been there. fascinated with the Lump family dynasty for uh, since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, and I've actually stayed the night in there and I've seen some weirdness on there. But uh, you can hear that on some of our, on our Lump yeah, episode. Yeah. We, we actually did a, a nice long episode about the Lump family. But uh, nice. So what are the A? What are some of your favorite memories of Halloween? Like when you were a kid, anything like that, anything that you can remember that just that you love. I, uh, I love Halloween. I mean, I've, you know, even as a kid, I thought it was one of the cooler times of years. Oh yeah. But, uh, because you get to dress up in a costume and be a goofy kid. Uh, But I I think some of my best memories are going around after we were done trick-or-treating uh, we would like drive around and look at like haunted locations. Oh yeah, and uh, you know we'd drive oh, no. to, drive out in the, out in the boonies, and my mom would point out places uh, you know we were that were supposed to be haunted. And I I just I remember doing that as a little kid, and uh, I would like to start doing that again uh, oh, because yeah. it's something we stopped doing after my mom passed away. But it was just really cool to go out and look at these places and get a good scare. Because you know that's the best part about Halloween is because you know. You're 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 playing the part of a of a of a costumed monster, but that that part of your mind is like, are they really out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Halloween. Everybody's Hell yeah! The veil is the thinnest scare. on All Hallows Eve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know we. Uh, yeah, Halloween's my favorite time of the year, man. Uh, just the whole, just the whole freaking thing. I mean. Yeah, I'm sad once Halloween's over because I love putting up the big display for the kids. And I, well, I don't even know that I do it for the kids. I think I do it for me. Uh-huh. You know, I just love that creepy feel of Halloween is coming. But even once Halloween ends and you get into November, just that whole I love this time of the year. Yeah. I mean, I just absolutely. You know, oh, yeah. 
I like uh, with uh, with Halloween, the time of the year. You know, it's it's funny because it, it's supposed to be a time that's creepy and scary. Mm-hmm. But man, you know, more to me and a lot of people actually, it's just a, it actually is a time of happiness and a time of like like you said, people like to be scared. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun. Um, it's a time of the year that everyone just kind of. It's like, it, it's it's crazy because the kids who normally would be scared to be out at night, yeah, they want to be out at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny what I've been going through here lately is, so Ryan and I are honestly horror enthusiasts. I mean, mm-hmm. we watch horror 365 days a year. Same here. I mean, that's so, my favorite genre. It, it, it's really funny whenever I get to Halloween, though everybody starts talking to me about horror movies yeah. and ghost stories. And have you heard this story? Have you heard that story? It's like, guys, I'm willing to talk to you about this any time of the fucking year. Yeah. But you only bring this stuff to me in October. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it, it's like, it's like a jump on the bandwagon type thing. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Um, it, you're, you're right. And what's cool about it is, is that my friends that know me very well, they all know that I've been in this shit. I'm into this shit yeah. all the time. Like I, I love that stuff. Like I literally used to have my own paranormal investigation team. We go around and investigate things, you know, and have fun with nice. it. Um, uh, it's funny. That is something I have never done. I, I mean, I've been to some, some supposed haunted locations, but never to like investigate it was just l- let me go see it and what's cool is is that we've had a lot of connections and now people want to go and do these things right. with us you right. know and that's what's awesome you know yeah. we get to kind of do our thing and what's cool about what well, i love this project idea you got going on man yeah I'm, definitely, i am definitely. actually loving that like i can't wait to start being able to do things like that and i've been trying to work myself and get myself into a position where i can be able to do stuff like that i think we need to do the paranormal connection you know, kind oh, yeah. of like the love connection. Let's get paranormal people together. And <laughs> I hate well, the, you so much. the Nightmare Hunter Project. <laughs> we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have that logo on T-shirts and 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 hoodies and crap. That's and, badass, uh, it'll dude. it'll all be available. Yeah, and, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna talk to my buddy and see if he can't draw up like a fuck. Cause I like that one, but I want to see if he can draw up something fucking like wicked. Like okay, cool. I'd love to see it. And that way, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'm going to get that little, that way I can get the uh, name and everything right. And I'm going to have them draw some cool shit. Awesome. So, hey, uh, since this is a Halloween episode and I just want to throw it out there, why don't you, uh, can you tell us the story about the little girl at the house? I know you've talked about that already, but the one with the one my wife saw. Yes. Okay. Several years, well, actually, it's been about a decade ago. We lived in a, in a house on the south side of Springfield. And uh, it was a fairly new area. We were at the end of a cul-de-sac. But that area had all been farmland. And there had been a farm on that location before our house was built there. And one night, I, I worked a lot of overnights. And uh, I, was, I was a deputy. I was, I, was, I was working for the department, my sheriff's department still at the time. And I was gone while my wife was sitting at her computer. And she heard, heard a very soft child's voice say, Mama. And she looked at the end of the hallway and just straight down from our bedroom, 
there was a little girl dressed in 1800 style, like little house on the prairie clothes. And she was standing there looking right at her. And my wife said, hello, you know, she's like, are you okay? And she's wondering how this little girl got in the house because she saw her plain as day. Well, she turns and walks into the living room and my wife, my wife loses sight of her. So she goes in the living room, flips the lights on because the boys were asleep. It was late at night. She searches the house. She doesn't find the little girl. Well, she's terrified that there's a ghost in the house. So she waits up for me to get home. And of course, you know, me being, me being the, 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 the cop, the cop in me, I'm like, are you sure you weren't just really tired, honey? Are you, are you sure you don't just weren't like falling asleep at the computer and just imagine it? And she's adamant. No, I didn't. I didn't imagine it. She was there playing his day. And I'm, when it, I, I, I'm a big believer in the paranormal, but I never believe it when it's at my house. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Is there <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I go to haunted, I go to haunted <laughs> locations, but that shit doesn't happen at my house. You know, surely not. And, uh, but I, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't really want to believe it. It was at our house and uh, she's, she's adamant. So she sees this little girl over the next month, month and a half. She sees her several more times. And each time she hears the word mama. Well, I did a little digging and found out that the farmhouse that had been there before had burned down and people passed away in the fire, including a little girl. Mm. Um, so my wife keeps telling me I'll get home. I keep seeing it. I keep seeing it. And I'm like, okay, maybe there's something to it. Well, like I said, about a month, month and a half had passed. And I rotated from my night because we rotated shifts, days, days to nights. And then you'd rotate back. Well, I go to a day rotation and uh, working day shift. And I got off late that night because I had, had to fill out paperwork at the end of my shift. So I get home just after dark. It's around 9 p.m. I pull into the driveway and there's a, uh, a pine tree, like a pine shrub. Right, yeah. at the, right at the edge of the driveway. And as I, my headlights hit that tree, I see a little girl. Looks like she's dressed in that period of clothing. She's standing next to the tree looking at me. Only her face is pale, and I can't see the features of the face. Everything else is crystal clear. I just can't see any face features. See her hair, see the dress, see everything. It's like she doesn't have a face. As I'm pulling into the driveway, I lock the brakes up because, holy shit, there's mm -hmm. something, someone, whatever. I didn't know what the hell it was in my driveway. Well, she just kind of takes a side step and steps behind that bush. So I punch it, jump it, jump the rest of the way into the driveway, throw it in park, jump out, grab my pistol. And I'm thinking something's happened. Somebody, somebody grabbed this little girl. Or so. it's, you know, it's late. There shouldn't be a little kid, especially a faceless kid you know, in my yard. <laughs> yeah. So I end up walking my entire property line. We had a pretty big, pretty big house. I even checked with my neighbor. Nobody saw a thing. But from that moment on, I was like a dead believer. I, I, I saw it. My wife saw her several times after that until we moved. I uh, haven't seen her since, but she was like constantly there. I mean, almost every night she would see her or hear her. That's crazy. Wow. I mean, not crazy, really. I mean, it makes sense, you know. The one time crazy. I saw her, the one time I saw her, it was plain as day. My, my, my headlights lit her up, and I could see the dress. I could see her hair. So I had like a little apron thing on, um, but just the face was just white, like a, just like, like um, Cobra Commander's mask, but just white. 
Wow. Well, that's what we know. What's crazy about that is, is that uh, <clears throat> your 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 mind can't just make up a face. Yeah, they right. uh, call that pixelation. Yeah, your mind your mind yeah. just can't make up a face. So it has to be a face that you have seen before. So what he's talking about is even when you dream, if you dream and you see somebody's face, you mm-hmm. have seen that face before. At yeah. some point in your life, you have seen that face. Now, it could have been TV. It could have been yesterday. It could have been 10 years ago. It could have been 40 years ago. You have seen that face at some point in your life because your brain does not have the capacity or the ability to make up a face. Mm-hmm. At least as we, as far as, as, our, brain, as, far as, as, far as our brain works now. So it's really weird that you talk about this. Um, we... In, and I've kind of draw, drawn a blank on this, and I'm I'm not going to go dig and try and figure out what it is. But remember, we did a uh, an episode on cemeteries, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there was a cemetery in Texas where it is so bizarre. So there's this old cemetery down in Texas off this old secluded road that. Google's camera caught a an image of a little girl looking around a tree. Nice. And it is really bizarre because whenever you see this girl, whenever you see this girl on the image, mm-hmm. you can actually pull this up on the internet and you can find it. Um, when you see this girl's face, this girl's face, it's like a blonde-haired girl, but her face is completely gray. You know, like, there's no color to her face whatsoever. Yeah. And there is no reason why, at this point, when Google's car went by, that this girl would have been there. It's just really, it, it's a really bizarre photo. If you Google search it, it will pop up pretty, pretty easy. Yeah, you know, because we did an episode on strange <laughs> happenings. Sorry, bless you. <laughs> and that's too. This was one of the things that popped up, and it was so funny because we ended up talking to a lady. Uh, uh, Kelly was her name, or Karen? Was it Karen Ladd? Karen Ladd. Karen Ladd. We ended up a few. Oh, it was probably a few months after we did that episode. Uh, we ended up getting in touch with this woman from Texas, uh, just out of the blue, had nothing to do with this. And she was telling us some strange stories about her house and very cool conversation. And I said, Hey, you know what? We just did this episode on strange happenings in cemeteries. And she immediately said, blah, blah. And it was the exact same place that we had done on our show. And I was like, That's oh, my wild. God, so you've heard about this. And she's like, yeah, I've actually been there. And That's she told wild. us a crazy-ass story about. We had a whole episode with her. Yeah, we did a big episode with her. And she told us a crazy story about them driving past that cemetery and having claw marks in their bumper of their car. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, crazy. It was all up, all up underneath. Yeah. It was weird. It Are was, you guys uh, familiar with what they refer to as the Atlantis of Missouri? No. no. 
Okay, back in the 1920s, in the early, early part of the 1930s, when they were constructing Bagnell Dam to build Lake of the Ozarks, they eminent domain took the land from a bunch of people. Beneath the waves of Lake of the Ozarks are several small towns, including the original location of Lynn Creek, Missouri. Oh. Now, I've talked to several people in that, that live in that area that have reported being out on the water fishing at night and seeing lights and hearing music coming from the water over the old Lynn Creek. Dude. Wow. That's bad. I Man, know. I cannot wait to start fucking going out and doing shit with you guys. It's going to be fucking awesome. That, yeah, that would take a, that, shit, that, that could be like a three-part episode if we could go down to Lake of the Ozarks and get some folks to talk about that. Because there's all kinds of creepy stories coming out about those, those submerged towns. They flooded that lake. All they did was put pack up their stuff and left. The buildings are all still there. Wow. Yeah, man, this is going to be cool. Shit. You know, that's right up there with urban legends. I remember when I was a kid, my cousins always telling me those strange, you know, those urban legends that you hear from mm-hmm. numerous places, you know, like the, the guy that was hit by a train. And if you go to that crossing at night, you can see him walking down the track, swinging a lantern. Farenberg light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Supposedly along with the flooded cities out there at Lynn Creek were a number of cemeteries that they supposedly moved, but years later they found out all they did was move the headstones. Oh, that's some poltergeist shit. You know what? And that's so so easy to believe because why? I mean, how would they know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know, uh, you know, you talk about other weird things, uh, you know, the Joplin spook light, mm-hmm. you know, we hear about that all the time. Uh, nobody knows what it is. It's just, it happens. Um, one of the other stories my cousin used to tell me was about the strange stretch of now my cousins were from Poplar Bluff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a lot of family down there, Southern Missouri. And, uh, she used to tell me the story all the time about, there was a section of road where there was a bad car accident and a woman died. And whenever you would drive through that stretch of road, whenever you would get to that accident site, you could hear a woman screaming. And she said the city even knew about it. And they had tried numerous times, like paving over that section, like trying to stop it. And it still continues today. Mm. So very creepy. There's a lot of, that's where the Farenberg lights at down there by, uh, the Farenberg light. And my dad used to tell me this story all the time. And then I got a lot of family down in, you know, New Madrid, Mm -hmm. Portageville, Sykeston area down in there. That's Um, crazy. So do I. So, uh, you know, they told me a story about the Farenberg light and how you could pull up and, uh, onto the road tracks and you would see the light going from side to side. Mm-hmm. And then once it got closer to your vehicle it would disappear. Yeah. Then it end up on the other side. Uh, dude, this is a really cool story. Just kind of along those same lines. Uh, there's a spot over in Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's around Collinsville. Mm-hmm. That, and you hear about this in other places, but this so I'm going to throw this out there and I know he's going to roll his eyes, but Troy yeah. Taylor has talked about this story numerous times. 
there's a place over in Collinsville, Illinois, where there is a train crossing where a bunch of kids were killed at those train crossing. And apparently the story goes is if you pull up to the train crossing and not go over it, uh, if you stop and put your car in neutral, the, your car will slowly roll over the train track and out of danger. What's weird is, is what they've done some experiments on this. And a lot of people have like pulled up and this train crossing to get over it. Your car has to go uphill. So it's not a gravity thing. Uh, what they've done is, is the, they'll get out of their car and they'll put a bunch of talcum powder on the bumper. And when they get to the other side of the train tracks, they'll get out of their car and inspect and there'll be, be a bunch of kids handprints in the bumper of the car. That's wild. Yeah. Very bizarre story that actually was over. It's somewhere around Collinsville, Illinois that I, that I've, that I remember that happening. Now we did a big story about Collinsville with the, uh, gates of hell. Yeah. Seven gates of hell, the seven gates of hell. That's a really cool story. Uh, that's something that you could do research on for hours and there's all kinds of information about that. Awesome. Yeah, and what seven that hours. is a seven, it's seven train trestles and they're fairly far apart, but the story goes is if you can make it through all seven train trestles and go through the seventh one at exactly midnight, you will see a portal to hell open. That's wild. Yep. That's right up there with Stall Cemetery. That would take some timing to get that exactly yeah, right. And it does. It, it, takes, it takes exact timing to pull that off. Yeah. So don't fucking don't. Call. There's all kinds of weird stories about haunted roadways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, it's the it's the land. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything's oh, yeah. built on the land. So we talked about that before. How people were like, uh, "Well, uh, the United States is just is so young of a country. There's not really a whole lot of history. It's like there may not be a whole lot of history for the uh, United States itself, but the land's been here forever. Right. Right. And oh, yeah. the Ozark Mountains, the Oz- the the Ozark Highlands. Are the, was one of the oldest mountain ranges on the planet. At one time, they were taller than the Rockies, but they are literally epochs older than the Rockies, mm-hmm. and they've just been beaten down over time. But they are one of the oldest existing, still existent mountain ranges on the planet. Oh, it's going to be wow. so much fun thing going on. Yeah. I cannot wait to start oh, yeah. getting all this stuff together. We man. cannot wait to meet up with you and do some of these cool we want to get you down here and well you know what we'll do that after we hang after we get done recording and we'll talk about it after that okay but uh anyways i think that's going to be the end of our uh special i know i know our uh our endings are so abrupt because we will keep on talking because ryan just wants to get the fuck out of here no we'll (laughs) we'll keep on talking forever you know i tell people we We have to there's so many cool stories and uh honestly guys this is a halloween special um, we just wanted to throw some of these stories out there. We kind of wanted to creep you out a little bit, Absolutely. But by all means, I mean, Halloween is all about the kids. Let your kids go out, let them trick or treat, let yourself be a kid. Let, yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is one of those times of the year where 
you are supposed to have fun. I mean, exactly. Have a good time. Quit worrying about what's going on in the world. You know, uh, just let your kids go out trick or treat. Let me give them some full size candy bars when they come to my house. That's what my <laughs> wife's doing too. She's giving out full size candy and, bars. And uh, you know, just have fun. I mean, I, that's what Halloween's all about. Absolutely. Well, that's not truly what it's all about. But Ryan wouldn't yeah. get into that story, don't I? <laughs> so you know, I, we all we we've done Halloween special. We have. We talked we about have. Halloween. What I want to start doing for our Halloween specials, I want to bring on people like DA that have awesome stories. Absolutely. Great to talk to um, our friends, someone that someone that we that we can talk to so easily about these things and has information and knowledgeable and you know, more importantly, someone that we like to talk to. Yeah. That's the main <laughs> thing, you know. Absolutely. So uh real quick, real quick though, I just want to know, DA, do you know? the story behind the jack-o'-lantern yeah yeah actually i do the old the old irish legend yes about how it was originally a turnip yes yes so we don't have to do that again you know know, (laughs) the story of how it was created though yes okay all right so we won't get into that you guys should it is a really cool story though so if If y'all out there haven't checked it out find it if you have have not checked out our previous Halloween specials. I get into all of that. Yes. So, which is why I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, it's kind of a long story, but it is. Cool well, story. not only that, but I just don't want the, our guy, our regulars to be like, Oh, they're talking about this again. Yeah. I want to give something different for everybody, you know? And I, you know, I uh, want to thank DA for coming on real quick, Absolutely. real quick before we start record or stop the recording. Why don't you go ahead and give it, let everybody know again where they can find all your stuff at. Cool. Uh, pretty much on all my social medias, you can find me at DA Roberts Author. That's Twitter, Facebook, everything. I just to make it easy to find me, I, everything's DA Roberts Author. Uh, YouTube, it's DA Roberts Author is my YouTube channel. You can check out our, our uh, podcast on there, which is DAX Machina. And you can find all of my books on Amazon or at my personal website, which is daroberts.net. You guys go out there, check him out, Perfect. show him some love. All Go-fam. right, guys. All right, guys, we love you. Happy Halloween once again. Woo! We made it. Happy Halloween. Hell yeah. Uh, Horror fam, we love you guys. Um, A lot of great things coming up. You guys are going to love it. We're going to be getting into that uh, in the near future. I cannot forget. Yeah, definitely. definitely. But more importantly, especially this time, until next time, keep it creepy.